You are listening to Seattle Growth Podcast. You are listening to Seattle Growth Podcast. You're listening to Seattle Growth Podcast. You are listening to the Seattle Growth Podcast. It is available for free on iTunes. iTunes. You know what I'm saying? I'm Jeff Shulman, and as some of the talented voices of Seattle just announced, this is Seattle Growth Podcast. I've gotten a chance to meet an incredible set of established and emerging musical artists, music lovers, and music industry leaders, and I'm excited to share their stories with you. In this upcoming season of Seattle Growth Podcast, you'll hear about our city's transformation as told through the eyes of the music community. You'll hear about the parallels and intersections with the tech community that is driving much of the city's growth. And you'll hear human stories that poetically put to words the excitement, anxiety, optimism, and concern that residents throughout the city are feeling as the Seattle of tomorrow promises to be very different than the Seattle of yesterday. For music lovers, this season of Seattle Growth Podcast will highlight the growing legacy of Seattle music artists and give insight into how that legacy will be carried forward into the future. You are going to get to know the musicians who call Seattle home and hear the variety of sounds coming from the Emerald City. As a sample of what's to come in this season of Seattle Growth Podcast, join me as I sit down with emerging hip-hop artist Dave B., I am here with Dave B., a Seattle hip-hop artist who collaborated with Macklemore on the hit song Corner Store and is now headlining his own show at the Neptune Theater, January 27th. Dave B., thank you for joining me today. No doubt. Thanks for having me. You've performed in a sold-out key arena in your hometown. You've performed on national TV in Jimmy Fallon. You're headlining your own concert at the Neptune here in Seattle. What's going through your head as you're having all these great accomplishments? Um, it feels good. I don't. I haven't taken the time to stop and be like, "Dang, all this stuff has happened." But uh, it feels nice. All, everything just kind of—it's like a snowball effect. It was like one good thing after another, and now we got this Neptune thing about to happen, and it's, it's all just exciting. I'm gonna ask you to take that time and think. So you are performing in front of <laughs> thousands of Seattle fans. Yeah. What was going through your mind when you took that stage? Um, okay, beforehand, I was chilling. I was like, this is, you know, it's another show. It's going to be okay. And then I got up there, and I was, I was like, <gasps> like, oh, my goodness. Everything kind of just stopped. And I was nervous, but I, I had, like, the most fun I've ever had on a stage before. Probably in my life. Definitely in my life I had the most fun ever. And I don't really remember anything specific about being up there. It was kind of just like everything went blank and I was having a ball it was great you have these two amazing accomplishments performing on Jimmy Fallon for a national audience and performing for your home crowd thousands of people sold out concert which was more impactful to you? which did you love uh, more? oh man um the key arena that was <laughs> that was that for sure um I used to go there and watch Sonic's games with my dad so I just had like a more of a tie to that and that, that was just more impactful for me in my life, being able to perform on that stage. And so now, walk me back before all of these great things happening in your career. Take me back to the beginning and tell me a little bit about the Seattle that you grew up in. I grew up in a very Christian household. 
going to church every Sunday and pretty much like three or four days out of the week. I went to this private Christian school and uh, I was in a bunch of choirs and my dad was a pastor at the church and he was a mu- he's a musician as well. He plays bass and yeah, they had me in a bunch of, I used to do a lot of theater and musical theater and that kind of sparked me wanting to be on stage and being around all that gospel music and singing in choirs made me want to sing and use my voice. So I kind of just picked up on those things. I kind of went back to that after a while. I did like a year in college and decided I didn't want to be in college anymore. I don't know if that's good to say we're at college. Um, but yeah, I just decided I wanted to make music and, and perform. And so I kind of just picked that up and just got the ball rolling on that. So tell me about your first experiences performing in Seattle. Uh, what do you remember from those early days? I remember we I, we did a bunch of shows. This is how pretty much how I met him. I was in school in Chicago, and then uh, he saw a video of me on, I don't even know what it was. It was on Twitter or YouTube or something. And then he, like, messaged me and was like, come back to Seattle. Let's do a show. Bet. I was coming back for the summer anyway. Come back. We were doing shows for like 30 people or just the homies or just the other people that are performing. There's probably 30 people on the bill. So we're performing in front of all these folks. And those were like the first performances for me. And just like the most meaningful because it would be either be in front of a bunch of your homies or just a bunch of faces you didn't know. But it wasn't like something super grand and nobody was that good. I wasn't good. So it was like I get to just fail. I just get to go up here and do whatever I wanted to do. And uh, it kind of helped me figure out my own little lane and and what would work and what wouldn't work for me. So you pointed to Warsami Warsami, your, your manager. When did you start actually booking some shows um, as soon as I came back, I don't know. I don't know how he had already, he had already been booking shows. Like he would book bigger artists to come to perform here and then put his homies on to, to open up the show. So that was a lot of, of what was going on. And so I kind of just fell into a situation where it was like, Oh, this dude's been booking shows since he was like 15 years old. So we were able to just pretty much capitalize on that and book more and book our own shows once it got to that level. But in the beginning, it was just to go up there and be be as bad as you want. <laughs> and so how has Seattle, uh, the city or the community here, shaped or influenced your musical career? There's something very contemporary about what's going on in Seattle, something very new that I really appreciate. And earlier, I would just draw inspiration from, it's so gray. Well, not today, but it would be so gray. So that would just kind of be the mood of what I was making. But I feel like you can't help but to be a product of what you're living in. And that's kind of just where I draw from, what I'm around and what I'm seeing. How would you describe the people that you've met in the Seattle music scene along the way? Everyone's really chill. Everyone has, like, their own little flavor, which is dope. But everyone's also very, very supportive, like... They'll come to your show. They'll help promote your show, even if they're not on it. Like, everyone's really cool. I uh, I got to meet, like, some of the closest homies through just them also being artists. And, and we just kind of connect like that. And we could just chill, and it don't even have to be about music at all. But everyone's really supportive, or everyone I deal with. <laughs> During this ascension, so your career is changing, and you're personally changing 
and Seattle is changing all at the same time. So it might be hard to disentangle them. But uh, have you noticed any changes in Seattle that have affected your ability to pursue the dreams that you have? I feel like there's more like industry that's coming here. And so it's helping. Like now we have a we have a festival in Seattle now. I mean, we have the up, this Upstream Festival, which is like a music conference in Seattle now. And that comes from so many people being here and so many companies coming together here like and that's great for everybody for all artists here um and when i first like the first festival i did was bumper shoot but now you see like a lot more space for local artists on festivals like that and on like a sasquatch because there's a demand for that now i feel like with more people that are coming here and they don't know about a Dave B or a whoever that's from Seattle, but they're like, I mess with that and I want to go see that. And I want to see that in a place where it's not just this underground scene. So now I feel like promoters and people that are booking shows are being forced to kind of get these guys that are from here onto these shows. And also with that comes a bunch of buildings. This is just a totally different tangent that are being built upon all my childhood memories that I used to go to and write songs at, but now I can't because it's a freaking PCC or a Whole Foods now or some apartment building at an elementary school that I used to go to. And now I can't just go vibe out and listen to my own music. So how does that make you feel seeing those places? It's bittersweet because you want to see your city grow and you want to see like Seattle's an, uh, it's one of those cities. I mean, for me, I feel like it's becoming like a major city in America and you want to see that happen, but you want to see it happen and you want to see everything that you grew up around still there. And I feel like slowly it's being kind of taken away from us, but. And what area is this in particular? Uh, I went to I went to this school in Columbia City. It's it's mostly happening in like central and south through like South Seattle, and I mean, there's still a lot of what used to be there, but you can see how it's how it's changing and how things are being closed down, and there's just new developments coming up. But I guess that's what has to happen. <laughs> so so why does it matter? that you know a building that you sang a song about or wrote a song in front of why does it matter whether it's still there or not because I feel like that's that's like my Seattle that I grew up in that I hold dear to my heart and I'm like trying to tell these stories about these places and and now it's the new horizon living <laughs> whatever so people can't there's it's not a real story you got to go google a picture of what used to be there or something like that and it's just i mean it's just a real uh, it's like a real selfish way to look at it but it's it's just my little thing that irks me anything else that's uh positive or negative about the changes seattle's undergoing i just love people don't like it but i love how many people are moving here I think it's great. It's like uh like when you go to like a New York or in LA and no one's really from there. Like you go to you go to certain places, you go to South Lake Union, half the people you meet are not from Seattle. And I think that's dope. <laughs> you go to like you walk into a bar to a party and everybody just is a transplant from somewhere else. I'm like, dang, is this what Seattle's becoming? This is beautiful. We get to Seattle's already always for me been very diverse, but now it's even more diverse and now we're getting all even more culture here and it's it's dope. 
what do you see for the future of Seattle's music scene? Oh, it's it's going up. It's gonna become one. It's gonna become one of those like New York, L.A., like Atlanta cities where people come here to 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 find themselves and, and to whatever follow their dreams. Except it's not gonna eat you alive like that because I feel like Seattle's very open to receiving a new idea as far as I'm concerned. And um, but yeah, I, f- I feel like it's gonna become one of those bigger cities for just media in general. And what do you see? For the future of Dave B, after you headline the Neptune Theater on January 27th, what does the future hold for you? I, I'm just more and more great things. I got, I'm working on more music, so I'm just excited to to share that. I feel like there's gonna be as just as many people that do know about Dave B there. There's gonna be a lot of people that aren't as familiar, and and being able to to touch those people too is gonna be awesome. And now they get to hop on this little ride, and we're gonna sail off into the sunset together it's gonna be great you got to perform in a sold out key arena when you are headlining a sold out key arena who are you bringing with you to perform on stage i gotta bring my brother romero francois he's like a really dope artist also from seattle and my guy mo money he's gonna definitely come and then by then who knows there's gonna be some there's gonna be some other really dope artists that i'm gonna bring along Neptune, uh, January 27th, it's general admission show. Uh, who else is going to be there with you, and what do you expect the crowd to be like? What do you expect the scene to be like? I think the crowd's going to be excited. There's uh, going to be myself, uh, J-Rob. He's a producer and a DJ from DMV. He's going to go up there and play tunes, get everybody sort of warmed up. That's going to be a really dope vibe. Uh, we also got Javon. He put out a project last year, too. He's another artist from Seattle. He raps, he sings, he produces and he's one of those guys that are just artistic. Like anything he does, really, like whatever medium of art he chooses, I've known him for a while. He's just, he excels at. So who knows what his set is going to hold, but it's going to be, man, it's going to be, it's going to be dope. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. We're going to sell this. We're going to sell this out. Any concluding thoughts on growing up in Seattle, the changes and or uh, Seattle's music scene? I think my whole point with all with all those tangents, the underlying thing is that for people that may, that may not be from here, that there is a there is a Seattle that you should try and educate yourself on, and and then the city will be that even even more fun for you. I feel like there's a lot to explore when you come here, just like with any city. I mean, there's like a history here, and it may not look like it with all these cranes and everything that's coming up. But there is there's a there's a there's a heart and a soul to this city that I feel like is worth exploring, and uh, that's what the twenty seventh uh, part of that is going to be about. We're going to take a take an audio trip down memory lane, and we're going to talk about it. Dave B, thank you very much for joining me today. I appreciate your time and perspective. Thanks for having me. That is all for today's episode of Seattle Growth Podcast. You've heard from me. Now I want to hear from you. Reach out to me on Twitter, at Prof Shulman, or post to the Seattle Growth Podcast Facebook page to share your thoughts on the Seattle music scene. Let me know who your favorite Seattle artist is, where your favorite place to enjoy music is, and what you think of all the changes you're seeing around you. The full season of Seattle Growth Podcast is coming very soon. Episodes will be released weekly starting in February. Please subscribe to Seattle Growth Podcast in iTunes so you don't miss a single one. You'll hear more from my interview with Dave B., 
And you'll also hear from Dre's, Lydia Ramsey, Prom Queen, Sunday and Mr. Gessel, Naomi Wachira, and many, many more. I'm Jeff Shulman, and I thank you for joining me on this journey in the fourth season of Seattle Growth Podcast. Now enjoy some music from Dave B. So down for your love 